developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Star Wars 7x7 episode 1172. Remember that Find the Force app that you were supposed to scan at various retail locations and reveal characters and collectible coins and whatnot? Well, all of the information that those scans is out in the world now, and I'm summarizing it here for you. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And just to refresh your memory, so there was that big Find the Force initiative, right? And it went along with Force Friday, and the deal was you were supposed to chase around to a whole bunch of different brick-and-mortar locations across the three-day weekend, so September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, right? And scanning these posters where it had the Find the Force badge on it would reveal a character from The Last Jedi. So along with those, when you would scan the the thing at the store, it would unlock a little collectible coin, a virtual collectible coin on the Star Wars app, the Find the Force app within the Star Wars app. And it also included a bit of information about the characters that were appearing in these augmented reality environment situations. There were 15 of them in all, and in a lot of cases they replicated information that we already knew about because it had been loaded to the StarWars.com databank by Lucasfilm, and we did a few episodes about the updates to the databank. Oh gosh, I guess it would have been the end of August, right? (laughs) Anyway, there are a few cases, however, where we have new information with which to work. Some of it is comparatively minor. There is one that, you know, let's put it this way. That one I'm going to save until after the break just to give you the opportunity to say, "Mm, maybe I don't want to hear this one, okay? It's not really significant, but I'll put it in context for you before I actually do it, okay? Anyway, so let's talk about what was revealed that, you know, sort of at least starts on the lower scale of, okay, that's cool to know, but, you know, I'm not going to have to worry about knowing that and thinking the movie is going to be messed up for me. First off, there's another BB unit that's been revealed. It's 2BB-2, and this is on the Resistance side, apparently. Rolling about the hangar bays of outposts and capital ships or snug in the astromech sockets of X-Wing fighters, BB units work tirelessly to keep the weapons and vessels of the Resistance in top combat condition. So... That's what the BB units are doing for the Resistance. There is a description of BB-9E, the bad guy BB robot, in here as well. And it says, The First Order benefits from the latest in technology across all its activities. This includes having dark, gleaming BB astromech units of their own that keep their starships and machinery operational. And then there's one about our old friend BB-8, too, describing him as brave and loyal and saying he continues his service to Podamron, but also as a good friend and resourceful ally to Finn and Rose during their mission to thwart the First Order. So I believe we've talked about that one, yeah, um, that he's going on their mission, apparently, or somehow helping. I mean, yes, he doesn't necessarily have to be 
there while he's helping them with the mission, but I think this kind of does suggest that he's going with, which of course opens up the potential for more comedy between Finn and BB-8, because those were a couple of the funniest moments in Force Awakens. There's also information about C-3PO here, which actually gives us a little glimpse of something that I think we probably all could have reasoned out for ourselves. This says, The threat of the First Order is of great concern to the ever-worried protocol droid C-3PO. He continues to serve General Leia Organa on the bridge of the Resistance cruiser. That's what it says. And I think we would all jump to the conclusion that it has to be the Radis, which is the cruiser that we saw unlocked from the Sphero application, the app that you use to drive your remote-controlled BB-8 and R2-D2 and BB-9E units. And thus, that does suggest that we're seeing General Leia Organa from behind in The Last Jedi teaser on the deck of the Radis. That's what I would think. Meanwhile, the ones for R2-D2 and for Rey tell us things that we've already read about and know, so there's nothing really new on those. And then we jump over to the ones for, let's say, Chewbacca, for example, where it says that while Rey and Luke explore matters of the Force, Chewie gets to know the wildlife and inhabitants of the remote island, so... I guess we're going to have some little spots here and there of him exploring and also probably having to deal with Porg infestations inside the Falcon. And there's a bit about Admiral Ackbar here as well. It does mention the fact that he retired to Mon Cala but was coaxed back into service with the Resistance by Leia Organa. That much is a bit of a refresher, I guess you would say. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he showed up, just cameoed very briefly at the end of the Bloodline novel as Leia is initially forming the resistance so not necessarily new but nice to see it formalized there of course there are also ones for the bad guys too we have the elite praetorian guard the stormtrooper executioner and the stormtrooper their descriptions are pretty much the same as what we've talked about before here on the podcast phasma's thing says uh, having survived the destruction of starkiller base she has a personal score to settle with the resistance yeah we know that's a fact and the Kylo Ren one says, after a stinging defeat by the scavenger Ray, Kylo Ren refocuses his efforts on destroying the Resistance. Though his powers in the dark side have increased, Kylo still has much to prove to his shadowy mentor, Supreme Leader Snoke. And it'll be interesting to see if Snoke pulls the same kind of guilt trip on Kylo Ren that Palpatine pulled on Vader. Palpatine in the comics, in the new comics, made Vader personally responsible for the destruction of the Death Star. I wonder if Snoke will hold Kylo Ren personally responsible for the destruction of Starkiller base. That ought to be interesting to see. And then there's a bit about Maz Kanata. Now, I'm going to set it up for you after the break and then get into it, but believe me, you're going to have ample time to jump away if you need to. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com TFA to get right there. And inside, you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com slash tfa welcome back so as a result of the events of the force awakens we know maz kanata's castle was destroyed and i know i've read about this someplace and i cannot put my finger on the definitive details but supposedly she was supposed to travel to the resistance base to dakar after all that happened and that there may have been something in the script about it maybe it was even filmed 
I'm not entirely sure. Either way, supposedly she made her way to the resistance base at some point. And so that has some bearing on the description that is given for Maz Kanata thanks to the Find the Force app and its reveal. So this is the point where, you know, it puts together a puzzle piece, basically, because Ryan Johnson has said that, you know, she doesn't appear in the movie a lot, but she does have a significant part to play in one section of the movie. And I think this puts that together. So if you don't want to know it, then now would be the time to jump off, basically. I don't think it's a big reveal or anything like that. It's not going to tell you, you know, it's not going to unravel the story for you or anything like that. But you've probably had enough time to jump away if you want to jump away. So let's just read it and look at it and dissect it. It says here, the destruction of her castle has forced Maz to become more mobile and take a more hands-on role in the turbulent criminal underworld. She offers help in the struggle against the First Order by pointing the resistance toward a mysterious new ally. So, right there, we get the idea that Maz Kanata is responsible for connecting the resistance with DJ, the character played by Benicio Del Toro. And that would certainly qualify as playing an important role in the movie, making that connection. Now, there's been talk about how, you know, possibly his character is not trustworthy, not reliable, and maybe it's been hinted that there's some sort of double cross that could happen here. But if Maz Kanata has connected the resistance with this guy, you can't imagine that it's going to end up badly for the resistance, right? Because ultimately, Maz Kanata is sympathetic to the resistance. She's not interested in playing both sides or anything like that. So, especially not with what the First Order did to her castle, right? So... Yeah, take that for what you will. But there's the Maz Kanata bit. And that right there is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you challenge the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com SW7X7. It's not a test, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.